0: Football season is quickly approaching, and it is a struggle to stay in shape while eating burgers and nachos. Manifestfit.com is your one, only, true online personal training service with workout and nutrition programs specifically based on your needs. They work with clients all over the U.S., and what makes Blake and Manifestfit.com so unique is that they don't believe training should be a luxury item. Now's the time to start. Head over to Manifestfit.com. Click on how to join and fill out the form. Their team will get back to you ASAP and help you start building a healthier, happier, louder Seahawks family. Give me
2: those crabs in the chat, baby! Give me those crabs in the chat! Give me the crown! Ladies and gentlemen,
0: (laughs) ladies and gentlemen,
2: ladies and gentlemen, the Seahawks have swept the 49ers. The Seahawks have swept the 49ers. Imagine
3: going 0-2 to this team.
2: Imagine, (laughs) imagine, I just want you to imagine for a single fucking second. Imagine how bad you have to be To lose to the 2021 Seattle Seahawks. I mean, that's pretty bad. Like once though, twice. Like, I'm not here to say the Seahawks are a good football team. They're definitely not, uh, overall, big picture-wise. But today, what is what a hilariously stupid game, by the way. What a hilariously stupid game. What's your take, Jeff? Hit me.
3: That game, first of all, I still didn't tell you. The, the whole, that game was so stupid. And then it got kind of weirdly entertaining. And then Gerald Everett did everything he can to make it as stupid as fucking possible. But, yeah, that game felt like weirdly familiar. Like, the weirdest part about the Seahawks this year is just how odd their games have looked. But today, everything about that just felt like the annoying, stressful, stupid, kind of fun that's what, like, Pete Carroll football was the last three years. It was kind of nice of just not giving a shit if we won or not. So, like, that felt so much like 2018 to 2020 Seahawks. But usually I'd be sweating these games out because they're in a playoff race. And now that I don't really give a shit for anything other than tormenting San Francisco, San Francisco's in a playoff race and just went 0-2 against this shitty, fucking terrible Seahawks team that we were all laughing at for the last month. I can't get over this.
2: I think... Am I, am I a mute? No, I'm not a mute. Um, I had that fake punt gave me so much life. I just want you to know that was the most fun I've had all year long, without question. That moment right even there, even if it was
3: Travis Homer.
2: Especially because it was Travis Homer. I mean, it was just the most ridiculous thing of all time. I don't even. What a classic Seahawks game!
3: Yeah, they're they're about to win easily, and Gerald Everett fucking bumbles it that out yard line.
2: So was it three turnovers officially for him today? What's the what's the count for for that?
3: Well, I know he essentially caused two pretty big ones. <sighs> <sighs> Adrian Peterson scores a touchdown! Like oh, was,
2: was... oh my god! Oh, my God.
3: And Jimmy Garoppolo, like, the number one guy. <sighs> You've had fun with Evan over the years. First and goal from, like, the four. And <laughs> Sydney Jones just mauls that receiver. <laughs> that was funny. I was laughing. Like, this is why I felt kind of good today. Like
2: I, not- I mean, I literally texted you, uh, just so people know, for the record. I think it was DPI. Do I give a single shit? Absolutely fucking not. But... <laughs> You know, whatever. Um Jimmy G played like garbage today. Don't you think?
3: It's or just he had some people. bad
2: maybe he just um maybe it's just that one throw directly to Bobby Wagner that is like that really bad. yeah, I don't I don't even know where he was going with that ball. Like I, I you know, we'll s I, I think we'll see like the bird's eye view angle later, but um guys, I'm still processing right now. I think I'm legitimately happy, legitimately happy, like for the first time this year with this team.
3: Yeah, because if that game was like last year and the Seahawks are like seven and four, we would just be so fucking stressed right now. And it would it just would have felt so familiar for all the attacks we've sent each other over the last three years and just how stupid all these games are. them fumbling at the one yard line, but then it was just so poetic in this stupid, stupid season where all we can hope for at this point is just the Seahawks not to have a top five pick, so they don't look as stupid for the Jamal Adams trade. Mm-hmm. The fact that we can still go two and zero against San Francisco in the middle of their playoff race is fucking hilarious. Like, I don't think, uh, I don't think there's a funnier moment all year for us. We going not have a better moment than them having first and goal from the four and just not even coming close to scoring a touchdown.
2: What else happened today, Jeff? What else? What what else do we need to talk uh, Russell about? Russell looked
3: competent again, which was nice.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, what is it 37 points if, if Gerald Everett doesn't throw a ball into the air? They could have had
3: two more touchdowns.
2: They yeah. fumbled the one-yard line. Like it's just I, I guess uh you know nothing's gonna take me down from this high right now for tonight. Obviously, beating this team, um, beating the 49ers is always good. But uh, you just got to kind of wonder where this offense has been all year long. You just, it's frustrating, but.
3: They just still do a lot of stupid things. Like early in the game, they ran like three screens in their first 10 plays, I think. And they, they start fucking Fuller at left guard again. He can't block anyone. So obviously their offense all of a sudden gets a little bit better once he leaves the game. Stone Forsythe played right tackle for a bit. I don't remember what happened to Brandon Shell, but Stone Forsythe was playing right tackle. Adrian Peterson was averaging like one yard a carry. Um, everything we said about that looked exactly like we thought. He was 11 for 15 today and just stuck at the end of the
2: game. So speaking of stats, you want a fun stat? The Seahawks are the first team in the last 20 seasons to win a game in which they committed two turnovers – from the yard, five-yard line and shorter <laughs> per ESPN stats and info. How do, you, how do you lose to this team twice? I can't get over this. They're just the dumbest football team. How and you- honestly, it's, it's so enjoyable. But I'm there sorry, was a point,
3: Yeah. There was just a point earlier in the game where like, they started so bad and I'm like, this is the worst football team I've seen since like that one Jim more a year in Seattle. That was so bad. And then, they made it weirdly entertaining for a while and they almost just ran away with the game, but like, it was so dumb. Gerald Everett had Gerald Everett had one of the worst games a player can have.
2: Okay. Can we talk about the calling a timeout to avoid a delayed of game and then getting a timeout or then getting a delayed of game coming out of the timeout just for one second. It was kind of funny.
3: It was. That's the thing. Like this, now that the season's kind of gone haywire and I think we've all come to the same conclusion. I know you're. Evan, I know you get kind of different people on your timeline than I do. I think the majority of people have come to the same conclusion on Pete Carroll. I think. I, Evan, I know your timeline is obviously different, but so at least when like they do this fucking stupid shit, I don't find to get mad anymore. I find I can just laugh. It's like how I cope. It's like that uh, like that fucking thing where the guy has the smiley face on a thing but he's crying on the inside. <laughs> So it's like, at least with these stupid games, I can just laugh at them now because I don't care. I'm not sitting here stressed about the dumb shit Pete Carroll's going to do anymore. <laughs> I've accepted, like, I'm ready to move on regardless of this game. But yeah, that's how I play. Nothing sums up all the dumb shit we've watched our last three years in that play.
2: Hey, we should, uh, we should take a note to um, talk about that one Niners player that got injured on the first play of the game. A yeah. special that's teamer. True. Um Uh, maybe he's not a special teamer. I don't know. Yeah, I know he is. He's
3: like a third or fourth string running back.
2: I don't, I don't know if it was an, uh, so at least for my coverage, it started the game late, which was super annoying. So I didn't even really see what happened, but, um, we should take a break from the fun and, and, and the happiness to say, you know, we, we really hope he's okay. I think there was a, uh, a thing where DK make Metcalf may have stepped on somebody's ankle in the end zone or something like that. I, I forget, which defense I don't know if that's Jimmy Ward. I don't I don't remember who it was. Um, but there were a couple injuries in this game and a couple serious ones. So I uh, hope the 49ers are okay and healthy and safe after that. But um what a what a crazy what a crazy game. Um, I'm
3: still I, I think the Niners, I think the Niners fans are taking this pretty hard. Um, we're seeing some stuff in our in our chat. Uh, I'm sure the video of you is definitely gonna circulate a little bit, but I'll let it.
2: Let it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's you know, why like we, we
3: don't have many things to be excited about this year, but they went 0 2 against this, the worst Seahawks team of the last
2: 12 years. I just I don't <laughs> understand how we're like suddenly, how are we suddenly so good against the Niners?
3: <laughs> like the circle of the NFC West. it, it It's the same pattern. Shannon kicks McVay's ass. McVay kicks Pete's ass. Pete kicks Shannon's ass. And it just goes on and on and on. No matter who's on the team, I think that we're like, I think we've won like eighteen of our last twenty games against the Niners, something like that. Eighteen and of twenty. You know, it's something that bad. It's like some of the only wins they had was that year where like Jacob Hollister fumbles at the goal line. Wow. Like it stopped at the one yard line, and there was that weird game in overtime a couple of years ago. I think other than that, like they haven't beat us since twenty thirteen. I think it was.
2: That's kind of like Ohio State Michigan level dominance.
3: It just doesn't make any sense.
2: Uh, Just so people are keeping track in the chat, we do have Brian joining in. I thought his name popped up. We do have him joining in about five to 10 minutes. Brian was actually at the game. So he is, I think, frantically trying to get off a light rail station into his car to call in and talk with us. Um, Supposedly, there were quite a few Niner fans at this game is what it sounded like. Did you you see something different, Jeff, on, on the timeline or anything?
3: No, I would imagine that. I, I can't imagine there are too many people motivated to go to this game. Three. And eight. Do you know what
2: tickets we're at, we're at to get into this game, actually?
3: No, maybe Brian would have a better feel when he comes on. But <sighs> I'll say this. The Seahawks looked like the team, at least they've looked like the last three years today. This looked like the Seahawks, like we've kind of got accustomed to, not mm-hmm. the disgusting, despicable, unwatchable team we've seen all year. And Pete Carroll went for a on fourth down a couple times, but yeah, we saw a couple good things. D. Eskridge did something for the first time all year. Uh, DK got going a little bit. Travis Homer got two uh, got a
2: big one for a touchdown. I will never radiate any negative energy about Travis Homer ever again. In fact, isn't he up for an extension? I think we should yeah, start
3: who, talking. <laughs> who, who, we don't need Homer to pass block. We need him just running fake punts all day. For a while, that was their best play on offense.
2: Oh, man.
3: It's uh, <laughs> also really stupid. When the Seahawks got the interception, Bobby gets the interception like right early in the game. And they're like in field goal range. What was it? What did they end up there like second and forty-six
2: second and 43 i took a photo of it actually yeah, the hold up Maybe, i thought this was actually like, that kind of funny i think they
3: lost like
2: so i want to share was, this
3: they could have kept on first down they would have been far better off
2: let me see if um let me see if i can share it i think it's a little funny can you see that <laughs> yeah second and, second and 43 just the blurred kind of like russell you know like in panic mode <laughs> the <laughs> offense and- played poorly today by the way
3: yeah, they turned it around a little bit. Like, when I, at the beginning of the first quarter, it was a really rough watch. It was mm-hmm. so ugly. In the second half, it was good. They looked, they looked like a competent team in the second half other than Gerald Everett.
2: Man, I'm sorry, guys. I don't even know what to say. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm processing this right now, like, in real time. Like, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm glad we won this game. There's something special about, you know, when, they, when the Niners were driving down the field, it, I had flashbacks to that. Was it 2019 game? Where Hollister got stuffed. Yeah. And the, and the Seahawks, you know, got stuffed on the one yard line or whatever. They were kind of bad that year, too, actually. I, I don't remember if that was the year we missed the playoffs. No, or no. Whatever. See, that was
3: the year that the Seahawks beat them because of Jadavian Clowney. And
2: oh. Was the
3: greatest
2: game. That was the year we actually My-
3: made, we actually won a playoff game that
2: year. Evan. And Jason Myers, didn't he hit like a game winning field goal against the Niners? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was that, that
3: year. And the Seahawks would have actually won the division had Marshawn Lynch not lost his helmet and.
2: (laughs) I'm just like, I, can we just zoom out for a second? Like games like this are what make sports so, so fun. Like genuine, like genuinely the rivalry um, between the 49ers and the Seahawks over the past decade, in my opinion, has been one of the most entertaining rivalries in the NFL. Obviously it was at its peak in you know, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, uh, it's died down in recent years just because both teams have been kind of mediocre, relatively speaking. And I just, uh, I, I'm going to say something that's kind of crazy. I, I'm, I, I enjoy the NFL more when the 49ers are good. I, I, yeah. I really, I really do. Um, it's bad. It's, yeah. It's it, it, these, these matchups are fun. These rivalries are fun. I think we all have great respect for, um, for Kyle Shanahan. Um Sorry, Brian's just texting me like I'm right now. The, supposedly the r- light rail's like experiencing major issues in Seattle Oh.
3: Fuck. Right
2: um, So I, I'm gonna tell him to call in regardless. I don't care if there's like screaming Seahawks fans in the <laughs> background or whatever. But uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I just like I I, I mi- there was a sense of th- I know I know we're not making the playoffs and whatever. But like there was a sense of that like anxiety that I had today around this team and people were telling me like, why are you caring? Why are you watching? And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck them 49ers. That's why I'm watching.
3: Yeah, it's funny because simultaneously Pittsburgh was playing Baltimore. And nah. like this, it was like a very similar state of like their rivalry and our rivalry. And so it came down the last second. It's funny.
2: So we do Oh, here we go. have somebody connecting to audio. Ah. Brian, how are you? Can we hear you?
1: Brian. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, yep.
2: we can. How
1: are you? <laughs> Dude, I'm currently standing at the light rail station just teeming with people sprinkled with a lot of red jerseys and Seahawks chants keep uh, erupting every once in a while. It feels like the Seahawks. This, honestly, I haven't seen this many Seahawks fans in one place this happy since they won the Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> got to see it. Oh,
1: man. That's it's incredible. fucking awesome. And it's the best. It, it, it's not better than winning the Super Bowl. It's not. But the the benefit here is we get to see Seahawks fans this happy and Niners fans this sad at the same time. It is fucking awesome. They are just like the faces could not be longer on the Niners fans here. It's uh it's just delicious. Uh, Brian,
2: how was the game in person? What what was it like?
1: Oh my god. Well, it was brutal for a while for sure. I mean, yeah. um the uh, uh I mean, I literally had Niners fans the entire row behind me, Niners fans next to me on both sides, and they were chanting and cheering. They were holding 49ers flags up before the game, hanging them over the stadium and like whipping each other up into a frenzy. And the Seahawks were going to go down 21 to 7. And I got to admit, when I, I when that was about to happen, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I could sit here for this whole game and tolerate this. This is just going the wrong way. I don't even remember how they ended up holding them to the field goal there and getting, getting it to 17-7 instead of 21, but, dude. I mean, and then <laughs> the offense to finally wake up. I mean
3: – You know you know what happened that's turned the, turned the curve. What? Kyle Fuller got injured, and they got a competent guard in, and they looked uh, like a
2: – well. How quarter did I, that happen?
3: It, ha- it was almost like instant where Fuller was trying to run block early in the game. And there was just guys in the backfield instantly.
1: Well, I don't and- want to, I don't want to link someone getting hurt to good things happening, but I know what you mean. Kyle Fuller has been really bad. And, you know, almost anybody else was going to be better, but honestly, like Russell made some better throws and the line did start to protect a little bit better. And, uh, yeah, I mean, even with all that, guys, the Seahawks left at least, at least 21 very easy points on that field today.
3: Yep. Right? Yep. Like
1: the 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 two the two fumbles at the one yard line by Gerald not touchdown Everett. And uh and then the throw from Russell to DK along the left sideline. I mean, DK was open by four yards, and that's Russell's throw. I mean, and he had time to throw it and he just threw it way out of bounds for some reason. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that, those are, that's an easy touchdown for Russell any other year, but, but not this year. But, look, I don't know what his final numbers are, but I thought Russell played closer to Russell today. Like, he resembled.
2: Oh, Brian, you went on mute. I think you may have pressed a button by accident. Or, you hi- or, or there's a 49er fan Yeah, you might be getting it. Brian, are you back? Sorry. You guys still hear me?
3: Yeah, yeah we, we we lost you for a minute.
1: All right. Sorry about that. Anyway, I thought Russell looked better today. So that was, that was the main point. But uh, whew, it's not fun to be uh, being a, a stadium full of four ers fans. Until, until they lose, then it's a lot of fun.
2: Were there some Niner fans around you, Brian? What's that? Were there some Niner fans around you? How were they? Uh,
1: oh, yeah. Maybe you guys couldn't hear that. But, yeah, there were people the entire row behind me. People to my left, people to my right were all Niners fans. They were chanting, holding up flags. Like, it was brutal uh, until it was excellent. So, yeah.
2: Do you guys want an injury update on Jamal Adams? Actually, why wouldn't you? So he sprained the same shoulder that was operated on. I don't know if that's good news relative to how bad it looked. Um, I don't remember the play he got injured on. It sounds like that 49ers player is Going to be okay. He's staying at a local hospital for a concussion, but it sounds like he, cle- he was cleared from any other injuries that they were initially concerned about. That's straight from uh, a 49ers beat writer. <sighs> guys, what else? I don't even know what to say. I, I, I'm just I, fucking I got, stoked. Can you still hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can.
1: Okay, so a couple other things. I was listening to you guys, and while I love every opportunity to troll 49ers, and we will do that more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There was a lot of talk about how shitty the Seahawks team is and how they still lost to them. And I think that, that, that that's, uh, that's fair. I think, it, I think it's a little bit overblown. It, it takes a chance of kind of belittling what the Seahawks did today because they had, I get every what you're reason, they had every reason to lose this game and not show up. And the defense especially, the way the game started, I mean, they had two interceptions, the safety, and the offense still just would not do anything. But they held them almost the whole game and they held them at the end and and the offense did come to life and the coaching staff deserve credit for that the players the leaders on the team Russell Bobby Jamal Quandre played a great game like they didn't play like a terrible team today they played a pretty good game and I think they deserve credit for it not just they were the worst team ever and and beat the 49ers.
3: Okay, you're not wrong, but we want to take our chances to belittle the 49ers as much as possible. <laughs> so it's more of a strategic approach. Like, we want to seem like we're so bad that they still can't lose to us. If we came out and said what you just said, which is mostly right, it wouldn't feel as funny and as good. So I think that's where me and Evan are coming from. We want to make the 49ers and their fans feel as stupid. As in this. conclusion,
2: <laughs> in conclusion for the content, Brian.
3: Yeah. Like, I think everything you said, Brian, is spot on, but it's not as funny. Like Brian, when you get home, you got to see Evans' intro tonight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What I tell you guys, I I told you if the Niners or if the Seahawks won this weekend, that I would have a special
1: performance. I can't wait. Did it already happen? Did I miss it?
2: (laughs) You missed it. (laughs) You'll look back. It's going to be clipped for sure. It's like all over Twitter. Oh, I think 49ers.
1: (laughs) People are freaking out because there's light rails actually showing up finally after a half an hour. Um, uh, can you guys talk about Grant Cohen a little bit, that little bitch and how much shit he's been talking about the Seahawks and how I hope he just had his gag reflex checks today by the L that got shoved down his throat. (laughs) Welcome to the post game show, folks. (laughs) That guy's a fucking piece of shit. I hope he, yeah, fuck that guy. Jeff,
2: you want to follow that up?
3: no i think it's you
2: man (laughs) uh yeah um yeah uh brian i think you put it perfectly (laughs) uh man i don't even know what to say um (laughs) the seahawks were so hyped they're playing soldier boy in the locker room
1: this is what happens to me during 49ers games i don't know what to tell you
2: you know how we always give that, like, trigger warning at the beginning of the postgame shows? I missed that one today, so that's unfortunate. Man, uh, you know what 49ers fans are saying? This is funny. They are saying Trey Lance would have won this football game today. <laughs> Trey Lance, played, they Trey 20 Lance would have won this football game today. Oh, man. Uh, that's I had- funny.
3: That, they're, they're, so good. they're going to be so broken about this Trey Lance stuff. And as Mac Jones like dominates on Monday Night Football, I, I just hope that 49ers fans can just <laughs> watch the one who got away. Trey, it, you must feel like shit if you think Trey Lance would have that. Shit. Like, Trey Lance can barely throw an NFL pass. George Kittle was the only reason the Niners were in that game.
2: Brian, what's your take on that Uh, take that's going through 49ers Twitter, if you're still here?
1: I mean, did Trey Lance do anything against the Seahawks the last time they played? He looked like the worst quarterback in the NFL when they played. <laughs> he's so bad. He's so bad. And the Fort ers fans, what they don't realize is they're going to they're gonna go and play Trey Lance, and he's going to be even worse. And they're going to be stuck with him forever. They're going to end up firing their coach. They're going to end up firing their GM over time. And the 49ers are going nowhere. Like at least the Seahawks are already embraced the fact that they need to change. The 49ers
3: don't know how bad. Oh, that one writer, Grant Cone is taking it so bad.
2: Yeah. So for everybody following, if you have not gone to Grant Cone's Twitter feed, you have to, it is inject this content directly into my veins level goodness. Um, Wow. I don't even know what else to cover right now. Um, I'm just scrolling through the timeline. Jeff, what have we not hit on? Can I say a couple
1: quick things? Quick things? Yeah, hit me, of course. So, D. Eskridge. I mean, that's th- what was so crazy about this game. D. Eskridge showed up. Uh, Travis Homer showed up. Rashad Penny showed up yeah, in this game. Penny, like, year? he was the best back on the field for the Seahawks. I was like, who's 20? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's who 20 is. Uh, Freddie Swain showed up. He actually returned a punt today. Like, he <laughs> he caught it and ran with it. Like, what the hell's going on? Uh, yeah. We even had a Carlos screen. Dun- we had a Dunlap. screenplay that worked. The Carlos Dunlap showed up today. What the hell? This was the, this is like the game we thought we were gonna get when the season started. Well, that that's what we just said, been denied yeah. the whole year.
3: That's what I said. I said it felt so familiar. <sighs> Guys, I'm Brian, Brian, right. Brian, what were you saying home. in the game about Gerald Everett? Say that again. We're like what was the vibe of the game about Gerald Everett? Like when that happened? Oh my
1: God! I mean, honestly, Seahawks fans at this point were somewhere between like indifferent and ashamed, <laughs> like yeah. by the offense. So like, I think it was more just like resignation. Like, oh my God, is this really happening? Uh, uh, and I don't know. We didn't talk about it. I hated. I didn't even know at the beginning that he fumbled that second time I hated that play call third and short at the goal line and you do some trick play bullshit shovel pass in the middle of all that traffic like that was a terrible, terrible play call and Shane Waldron as far as I'm concerned, did nothing in this game to improve his stock I thought he called mostly a terrible game. Um, So Yeah. But Gerald Everett, it was, I, I can't believe when he kicked that, kicked it up in the air. I mean, that was just, that was the Seahawks season in one play right there. Yeah.
2: What do you guys think about Seattle's decision to intentionally get Metcalf more involved? It seemed like he had a lot more targets this, this game. I think he ended up with probably like 10, 11, 12 targets. I think through the third quarter, it was eight or so targets. Jeff was. Uh, I, it's, I think that's a smart strategy. What's your take on that sort of turnaround?
3: Yeah, it's it's important to get their best offensive game, maybe the season was uh, oddly the one Geno Smith played, and the whole game went through Lockett and Metcalf. And when they did that, I thought they had some sort of turn the corner in their thinking or the offensive coordinator had seen something different, but we really haven't seen them featuring their best players really since. And DK Metcalf is clearly their best offensive skill player. And funneling the game through him is always a good decision. And I didn't love some of the stuff they did early. I know they did like a swimming early that didn't went nowhere. Like they should be some more basic crossing routes, slants, some easier stuff for him, but getting the ball in that guy's hands, even that catchy man on the sideline, that terrible throw. Like he's, it's a big flaw in their offense that they don't use him more.
1: That's a really good point, Jeff. Two other things, one, Tyler Lockett, what a friggin' catch for that touchdown, the win- winning touchdown. He, he, I don't know if you guys saw, like he didn't even see the ball in the air when it was thrown and he had to locate it, catch it over his shoulder. That was a great throw by Russell. He gave him a chance, great catch. Um, but then to your point, I saw more quick passes and willing pass. I, Russell threw a friggin' third down slant to DK Metcalf for a conversion. Is that like the first time all season we've seen that? So feels that uh, there was a number of throws over the middle to, to short dump offs. They weren't all great, but like, I mean, he also took some just awful Russell Wilson sacks today. Oh, God. I mean, I mean, I was so aggravated. There were times he was staring down receivers and pump faking that were wide open. So there's still something that I don't know if that's just Russell or if something's still up, but like those were very frustrating. He, He got a little bit more decisive as the game went on, um, which I think helped for sure.
3: Yeah, he needs to play out of this. That's why I didn't agree with the take that was going around that they should sit him for the season. I think getting Russell confidence going into this final stretch is really important for either his future or the future of the team. And seeing signs of life from him that he looked like the guy we've seen, I think that's super important for how this team proceeds Either whether they keep them or not. And yeah, the, the finger injury didn't seem to show up today, which is today that's big progress for at least for our watchability purposes for the last five games.
2: So with this victory over the Niners, the probability of the Seahawks making the playoffs has increased from two to three percent. Brian, your take.
1: Well, we're going to the playoffs, baby. It's it's obvious. I mean, get on board now. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon.
2: <sighs> Guys, what else is there to say? We've been going for like 40 minutes. I have no other thoughts. Jeff, any final thoughts before we head into next week?
3: I'm very curious to see what like the people who go through the film think of some of these offensive linemen because some of these backups looked okay. And I know this may, may be an overreaction to one game, but if they have some players that can play and Brandon Shell's falling off a club this year. Left guard situation has not been good all year. Center has been iffy. So if we can start to see some young players, and that's why I find the Adrian Peterson thing, so such a waste of time, although it was kind of fun when we scored. I want to see young guys emerge and guys who can be part of this team's future. And seeing Askridge today, that was promising. And seeing like DJ Reed continues to play better. And I'm really focused on that now, but as much as anything, so... Hopefully the hey, Jeff, I got to interrupt,
1: interrupt you and ask you something really quick. Um, uh,
2: no. I, I uh, Brian, your audio uh, right, is a little Your is in again. Brian, your your uh, question got completely fucked. You want to restate that?
1: Brian, you there? Thank you haven't talk of all time Adrian Peterson or Joe did you guys hear me
2: so no. Brian your question cut out you want to repeat that is he able to hear me now <sighs> it's okay I'm gonna mute Brian just for now I had Damn. fun today um we all had fun beating the 49ers is fun um, Brian I'll give you one last opportunity if if your audio is working now
1: Can you guys hear me yep. yeah yeah Okay, who was the best deck of all time? Adrian Peterson or Jerry Rice?
2: It's got to be Jerry Rice. Yeah, Jerry Rice
3: had a sweet Monday night game once.
2: He just uh, provided immense value, contribution, and you know.
3: Edron James or
2: uh... (laughs) Devin Hester? uh... I don't even know what to say. We play. Who do we play next week? We play Houston, Houston at Houston. Oh man! I wonder
3: some of our some of our uh, people were going to go to that game. I wonder if that's still going.
2: Yeah, I wonder what ticket ticket prices are probably. Like the Texans,
3: the Texans are. If you think this anything bad about the Seahawks, the Texans are like uh-huh. twenty five levels below. They are one of the worst teams. They're basically an expansion team. Think about how, good, how many good players they've had in the last few years with Hopkins and Watt and Watson and Fuller. And Calamity, they're all gone. Dwayne Brown they're all gone they're literally what would happen if you like did an expansion draft where all their players protected players and that's what their team is so the Seahawks could actually have a winning streak here
2: <laughs> so the last three games that I've went to for the Seahawks they have lost all three with that said should I go to this Houston game Jeff yeah why not if you can go sure okay so if, if they lose you're responsible yeah,
3: Personally, I just want I you to take, know that. I can take it. If the okay. Seahawks lose to the Texans, we're going to get trolled. So hard.
2: Well, they <laughs> have, it, folks. 2021 Seattle Seahawks beat. They sweep.
1: Do you guys Se- realize that half of the Seahawks wins this year against the 49ers? <laughs> <laughs> they went 0
3: and 2 against us. This is incredible. We went 2 and 0 against them. You know what? It's a. It is amazing how the NFC West,
2: just the cycle continues. Like Kyle
3: Shanahan gets killed by Pete Carroll. It's unbelievable.
2: I enjoyed almost every second of this football game with the exception of the screens in the early drives and, and the end of the game.
3: That would have been nice if we just stopped them, but it was nice to have it also them get their hopes up and us just crush it again.
2: Well, folks, I hope uh, you turned into this post game show, not expecting, uh, Rational feedback and rational takes and rational language because you did not get any of that. Seahawks beat the 49ers 30 to 23, man. That feels good. Next week we play the Texans. I believe we're doing a post-game show this Wednesday, 8 PM Pacific time. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel already, do it. Turn on that noty bell to get notified whenever we go live. But with that said, enjoy this win tonight. Enjoy this victory. There hasn't been a ton of them this year, and I know I will. So cheers to that. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and uh, go hockey!